is what I wanted to be I look exactly like what you had always wanted to see When I pretend, forget about the criminal I am Still in second after second just cause I know I can But I can't pretend this is the way it'll stay I'm just trying to bend the truth I can't pretend I'm who you want me to be So I'm lying my way from Remember what you taught to me Remember condescending talk of who I ought to be Remember listening to all of that and this and then So I pretended up a person who was fitting in And now you think this person really is me And I'm trying to bend the truth The more I push, the more I'm pulling away Cause I'm lying my way from Saturday, paying tribute to Lincoln Park, Chester Bennington. May rest in peace, man. Gosh, hurts me. If you missed the beginning of the show, it'll be podcasted tomorrow. Go back and listen. No one's ever going to confuse Lincoln Park with Led Zeppelin or the Beatles, but something just something about their lyrics and the time in my life what, as they were coming up, I grew with them that just, I, I was just so enamored and attached and drawn to and, and, and emotionally connected to them so I've been hurting real bad man real bad and this song in particular, Lying From You uh, believe it or not this will cause people to laugh. So in my gym routine, um, here's here's how my gym work, routine works. Uh, some days I, it gets switched up because the whole thing about if you do the same thing every day, you know, gets old and also you're not doing yourself any justice there. But cardio-wise, so I go in, I'll, 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 do, I'll do something to warm up. Whatever it is, treadmill, elliptical, stairmaster, whatever, just for five minutes, get warmed up, get a little sweat going. Then I'll go stretch. Um, and then I go back and I'll do what's called an AMT, which is kind of combination stairmaster elliptical for 20 minutes. Um, and then I'll go do my whatever weight training is that day, whether it's upper, lower, whatever it is. Yesterday was upper body. Uh, and that takes a good 45 minutes to get through my circuit on that. And then I go back. And I get on the treadmill, and uh, I would walk on the treadmill for five minutes, and then just to test my, just to like, like say, all right, am I getting healthier? Am I developing more stamina? Am I, um, all of that stuff? I would put on that song, "Line from You," and I would run to that song, which it's about three minutes long. And for me, a dude that, like, I've been obese and whatever, like, I've never run in my life. Like, the last time I ran was, like, in middle school or uh, playing soccer or tennis. But that's not real. I mean, that's not, that's not, like, consistent running. Like, you're, like, you're out there on the street running. Like, I'm not a runner. Like, I'm not, I'm not ever going to be the guy that's going to be out there on a Sunday morning running. It's not fun for me. But just to test myself... Uh, I was like, you know what? Let's start running. Let's let's give it a little try. So every day, 
Then I go to the gym. Line from you. Those three minutes. That's the song I run to. Yesterday I didn't do it because I, I didn't have the heart to. I, I didn't. I couldn't go into Lincoln Park on my phone. I just. I. I skipped the running. It. It. It was bothering me. But yeah, picture me just running along in the gym. Uh, all right, I want to get to this. First of all, I want to do the uh, the update at the British Open, the Open Championship, if you will, as technically called, being played over in jolly old England. Jordan Spieth is your leader. 10 under for the tourney, 4 under for the day. Could he run away with it? No, because Matt Kuchar, Matt Kuchar, I should say, five under for the day, nine under, one shot back. Brooks Kepka, five shots back, two under for the day. Brandon Grace, though, Brandon Grace shot a 62, a 60 freaking two, best round ever at a major, but he's still six shots back because Jordan Spieth is kicking it. Even in this bad, gloomy, windy, ridiculous weather over there uh, at the Royal Birkdale Golf Club in Lancashire, England. Um, oh, I forgot to read this, so I should probably do that. Andrew Jordan Levine reminds you that football season's coming and the ticket has you covered from training camp, which starts at the end of this month through the regular season and Super Bowl. Andrew Jordan Levine, accident attorneys, call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Football here on AM790 FM1043HE2, the ticket. Let me get into this, and this will probably be the last time I address this because I'm just... I, I got too much stuff going on. I mean... My wife's cousin passed away yesterday suddenly from a seizure, epileptic seizure, at the age of 28. Probably why I'm going to spend some family time tonight. Um, she, we, We've got a lot going on that I'm not getting into, but just a ton going on family-wise that uh, tonight would be a good night for some family time. So I was going to go down to uh, fa- Fantasy Camp, Paradise Camp, I should say, at the U, but I think uh, in order to... To, 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 to be there for my wife and everyone else, I, I think the, the right thing to do is to stay home, uh, which is what I'm going to do. But, um, so, I don't know when this happened, but Barry Jackson put out a tweet. He wrote a little buzz column about this new website, Out the Huddle, that is basically... From my understanding, it's involving Brett Romberg, DJ Williams, but both of whom work here on the ticket, John Vilma, Antra Roll, and and uh, media member Peter Rees. And they're trying to, you know, I guess, get the inside look on the U and tell great stories and whatever. And so Barry tweeted this out, and I read the article, and I, here's what happened is, they talked about telling the great stories of the past of the U or bridging the gap and all that stuff. And I was like, wait a minute, Barry. Talking to Barry, not to Peter Rees or Brett Romberg or DJ Williams or Antro Roll or John Vilmer or anyone, whatever. Hey, Barry. 
I've been doing the show called All Canes Radio for seven years with Harry Rothwell and Platon. Harry from All Canes, Platon from Pro Canes. And that's what we do. And I was kind of nudging my good friend, Barry Jackson, who also works here at The Ticket. I was kind of taking a shot at him, like, for not at least mentioning our show. Because I'm a publicity hoe. It had nothing to do with Peter Rees or their site or what they're doing. It had to do with, hey, I'd like some pub for my site because I'm a publicity hub. But, of course, this is all taken the wrong way. It's social media. It's hard to know context. It's hard to understand uh, all the, uh, the, the meaning and intent and whatever. And it just got blown out of proportion. And here comes Peter Ariz, and I don't know, he wants to fight me on the schoolyard, and all here comes all the fanboys, which someday I'm going to write a book about fanboys, because it's interesting, and they're attacking me, and I'm a fat this, and I'm a fat that, and fat you, and fat this, and because they can't come up with anything else. And now it's a competition. Oh, Peter knows more than you, and blah, 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 blah. And it's just turned into this whole thing that's so stupid. And as I said on the intercyberwebs, like this, like I'm a 41 year old adult male. I've got a family. I've got a wife, a child, a house, a job. I'm I'm working on my career in radio management. I'm trying to work on Antoine's hair. Like I just, I've got stuff going on. Like I I'm not concerned with whatever you've got going. Like I'm not concerned with trying to out-hustle anyone on the Canes beat or uh, do along to... Uh, I'm not trying to... You know, I'm not in that... Like, when I was in my 20s, and... I mean, I traveled with the Canes from, two th- from 1999 to 2009. I traveled with the team. Was a part of the broadcast. I was as in as anybody could possibly be in with the University of Miami. Since then... Yes, I've dabbled. I worked for C- the, I worked for CBS uh, Interactive covering the Canes. Uh, I I've worked for Kate Insider. I, I like I I kept covering the Canes, but as the years have gone on and I've moved up in the, here at the ticket and into more radio management stuff, like I've had to let that go because I'm working on the career that's going to hopefully, you know, pay my mortgage someday and not just my fanboy hobby of loving the U. So I, I don't care. Like, I don't cover recruiting. I don't go to practice every day. I'm not trying to get scoops on the U, although sometimes they fall into my lap just because I know people that are associated with the program and have been for years. But that's not like... I'm, 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 I, got, I don't wake up in the morning concerned about... You know, whether Mark Walton's practicing or not, or whether there's some recruit on campus, or whether, uh, you know, who, you know, Al Golden's being fired or Mark Rick's being hired. Like, none of that is a part of my daily grind. My daily grind is focused on my family and this radio station. And I just, like, it's, people are trying to be like, oh, Peter, the reason to do it. Like, fine, good, go. Do, do your thing, man. Not have no problem. Go do go be you and do your thing. Like yeah, okay, maybe I make snarky comments every once in a while, but guess what? Like I do that against uh, just about everything in life, not just 
one guy. Like, don't be so sensitive. And do your thing. Go dominate the world. I don't care. You be you, man. I don't have time, nor, like, I do I care? I, I honestly don't. Like, I know I, I'm comfortable with my own status and involvement and place at the University of Miami, okay? Graduated from there, didn't need to, you know, went, went there for four years, didn't transfer in, didn't, uh, you know, whatever, didn't go for one year, two years, went there for four years plus, uh, travel, traveled with the team on the team planes for multiple sports for over a decade. Uh, I don't, I'm, I'm fine, man. I mean, I, I'm good. I've, I've lived the life. Like I've been there. So I don't need to, I don't like need to prove anything to anyone about that. So, uh, like, I got no problem with Peter. Um, listen, listen, I'll be honest with you. I'm just going to throw this. Like, uh, are there time? Like, I, it's not just Peter. Let me apologize now. Peter, it's not you, buddy. With all of this recruiting, coverage of recruiting, whether it's it's 24-7 or Kane's time or uh, Gary Furman's site or Peter's site or all, all of these sites, Sometimes I feel like there's a little shadiness there in how stories are had and, and gotten and all that stuff because I've been around it a little bit with all of them. I, I think there's some hoodwinking and stuff going on. But it's not just, it has nothing to do with you, Peter. It's, it has, it's not you, it's not a you thing. It's just my perception of the entire industry. So you, you be you, buddy. You do you. You dominate. I hope you're successful with Romberg and DJ, two of my favorite guys, Vilma. Jonathan Vilma, I'll tell you this right now. When I uh, was let go from the other station for reasons I still don't understand because the uh, program director at the time uh, was a cat, if you will. Um, the first person to call me and offer help was John Vilma from training camp in New Orleans. Think about that for a second. A future Hall of Fame linebacker, someone who is amazingly nice and awesome and generous and incredibly smart, that was the first person to call me and say, what can I do for you? So I love John Vilma, I love Romberg, work with him every day, love DJ, work with him, and of course Antrell, I've loved for a long time. I hope that, go make billions of dollars and be successful and dominate. I have no, I don't, there's no issue. Like if you want to, if, if you've got to make something out of it, that's a you problem. It's not a me problem. It's, I'm going on with my day. Like right now I'm worried about my wife's, Sanity, like her cousin passed away. Age 28, epileptic seizure. She's dealing with other family members that have health problems. We're dealing with friends that have cancer. I mean, there's it, there's all sorts of crap going on in my life. And none of it has anything to do or is totally way more important than some website and whether I care. So that's that. Marlins baseball ownership after this. 
one listener is off to the other station. Sorry, dude. Tonight today, something here is not right today. No touch today. Paranoia is all I got left. I don't know what stressed me first, how the pressure was fed. But I know just what it feels like to have a voice in the back of my head. Like a face that I hold inside. Face that awakes when I close my eyes. Face that I watch every time I lie. Face that laughs every time I fuck. Captain Curtis just rolled in. Dude needs a haircut. Big time. You growing that thing out, or what, what are you doing with your hair? Like, you, you're going to go total... You got a haircut? Did they, they miss half your head? <laughs> What's going on, dude? <laughs> like, if you got a haircut... Come in, get in here. Just, 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 Kurt, co- man. just come in here. Hold on. Let me read this liner. Uh, all right, guys. The biggest event on Fort Lauderdale Beach is back. Riptide Music Festival powered by Ford. Coming December 2nd and 3rd. And while bands won't be announced for a few weeks, discounted tickets are on sale right now on theticketmiami.com. Get your Riptide tickets that are more than half off the full price for a limited time only because the boss is bound to shut that thing down quickly. You know that. So get your discounted tickets to Riptide Music Fest powered by Ford at theticketmiami.com now. Uh, you got a haircut? I got a haircut. I got one like uh, like ten days ago. Yeah, uh, well, it's too like it, I mean. No, it was it was out of control before. Well, it's still out of control. Well, I've had a rough day. You, you realize you realize the only reason why I'm bringing the attention to this because I have no hair. Right. No, you're a little bit jealous, but um, what happened was, uh, you know, you've known me for, for a long time. Yeah. And normally I like the before real, you're receding hairline. Well, it's not too bad. I mean, I'm. It's I'm happy with what I got. <laughs> True. Considering the other yeah, options. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. I, mean, I look around and I go, geez. Right. So I've always gotten it real close, closely cropped. What do you want to call it? A buzz cut or yeah, a mohawk yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, sure. I always had short hair. Right. And you know, I grew it out a little bit, and then I got a lot of comments like, Hey, you look pretty good with your hair longer. Why don't you keep it like that? Basically, it doesn't make who's, my... Who's giving you the, well, these ladies, comments? Well, ladies, women. Yeah, the ladies, women. Yeah, okay. That's the only thing I go by now as far oh, as okay. looks. I like, thought it was like, you know, some intern. No, no. It was, it was a couple of, hey, your, your hair looks better long. And basically, because it doesn't make my face look as fat. So when you have longer hair, if it feels short, you know, my face looks real fat. So that's my problem. If I if I had... I, it is your problem. If I had, if, I had if, I, if I had an afro, I would look anorexic. So, but now, now today, it's probably all over the place. I haven't been paying much attention to it. And no, I understand. I mean, you know, you know, maybe a little product could help. But right. It's fine. Right. Uh, real quick, let me ask you this question. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, what was your state of mind yesterday while watching the LeBron, Kyrie, Cavs imploding stuff going oh, on? Oh, I was blown away, man. I mean, I, I was kind of, I was just uh, hanging out and... Just doing some stuff around the house, and I was listening here and there. And then all of a sudden, you know, this Kyrie wants out of Cleveland, and it's like, whoa, they got some serious problems up there. And he wants out of Cleveland because he's tired of playing with LeBron. Tired, yeah, usually it's the other way around. Guys want right. to play with LeBron, <laughs> right? And Kyrie not only wants out of Cleveland, but he's willing to go to four teams, and one of them's here in South Florida with the Miami Heat. All right, so I'm sure you're going to talk about this in the four hours that you have ahead of us. I guess we might touch on it, yes. Yeah, I, you imagine, might. yeah. <laughs> I have it written down here. It's one of my footnotes. <laughs> yeah, It's the seventh topic Yeah, it's right list. between the back nine of the Open <laughs> and how to handle 16 and 17 tomorrow for the final round Right, and, uh, and Marlon's bullpen. That's, it's right between those two things I want to discuss. <laughs> And a total recap of the David Phelps trade. Right, yeah. Well, exactly the Marlins got in return. <laughs> um, 
I don't know, man. I There's a lot of people that want to give up an awful lot of what the Heat have to, for, get, Kyrie to get Kyrie. Irving. Yeah, no, I knew that would be the I knew that would be kind of the overwhelming knee-jerk reaction. But Kyrie's a fabulous player, but I've never been a total Kyrie fan. And I think his attitude Why? Why? Well, just because I, he doesn't play in defense. Correct, which um, doesn't coincide with the Heat philosophy. Right, he doesn't make a lot of guys better per se. He's an extremely great one-on-one player. Well, on that point, though, do we really know? Because the the Kyrie that we saw without LeBron was really young, right, and immature. And now the Kyrie with LeBron, like he obviously LeBron is the guy that's supposed to be making players better. Do we really know what a mature Ky- Kyrie right now, if he's able to make guys better or not? Well, that's fair, but his whole philosophy and his attitude. With wanting out of Cleveland, I think gives you a glimpse inside the the person that is Kyrie Irving overall. And is that somebody who you want to build your entire franchise around? Because that's what he's looking for. I mean, is he Carmelo kind of 2.0? It's like, okay, yeah, if we win, great, but I'm going to get my, my 25 to 30, and I want to be the man. I mean, that's, that's, that's the question that I would raise. And, yeah, can LeBron be difficult at times? To play with, yeah, because LeBron is very demanding. But overall, I mean, he didn't treat Kyrie Irving like he was Mario Chalmers. No. I mean, LeBron respected Kyrie uh, hey, a whole hey, heck of a lot. Hey, Kyrie, without LeBron, you didn't you didn't win a title. Absolutely. I mean, they give you know, they give Kevin Love a lot of gruff, but Kevin Love doesn't want to, you know, he knows he's in a good situation. So Kyrie's already got a ring, and maybe he's like, Hey, that's fine, but I want to go get thirty and I just want to be the man. Well, yeah, if but if that's the case, uh, Miami and San Antonio don't seem like the places to go. Then. No, they don't. They don't. So, yeah, if you're Pat Riley, you pick up the phone and you say, "Hey, what's going on up there, Kobe Altman? What well, you know? This guy wants out. He he mentioned us. What are you looking for? But am I going all in on Kyrie Irving? I I would be very hesitant to do that. Be very hesitant to do that. But. I mean, he's got he's got a pretty fair contract in the grand scheme of things. He's only making twenty million bucks the next couple of years. I mean, look what John Wall just signed for, and some of these other guys. What was it? Four years, one seventy. Yeah. So I don't have a Jesus. calculator in front of me. That's how crazy these deals are getting. Uh, like, you gotta- <laughs> a lot. Yeah, it's more than forty a year. I mean, so I mean, he's a great player. Like Kyrie's an unbelievable talent. But I mean, are you? Do you want to? Because that's what you're doing. You are going to build your franchise. That's why he wants out of Cleveland. He wants to be. The, he wants the to be man. the face of the franchise. Face of the franchise with everything. Money, respect, all of those things. And, yeah, LeBron, Kevin Durant, some of those other guys, that's a lot, lot, big responsibility, and you have to handle all those things. Can Kyrie well, handle it? One of the big adaptations that LeBron had to make when he came to Miami was the positionless basketball, egoless basketball, uh, moving the basketball, um, still being big man on campus, but... All of a sudden, it's working within the system. But right. LeBron has always been considered really intelligent basketball IQ, yeah. high basketball IQ, knows what it, it takes to win, adapted well. Could Kyrie adapt is the question. I don't know. To wherever he goes that's right. not New York, uh, where he could just do whatever the hell he wants. Right. You want to go to Orlando and average average 30 a game and 35 a game, whatever you want to do, By the way, fine. he doesn't have a no-trade clause. They could, no, they, they could, could trade, trade him wherever him. they want. Right. I mean, he could go to Sacramento. Right. right. No, and, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So he, he might want to go somewhere, but they can get whatever deal they want. Make some right. to Phoenix, and LeBron can get, they can put, come get, get back Eric Bledsoe. And Devin Booker, which probably be a good deal. Um, like Cleveland, even though they've they've lost a little bit of their leverage here because the story got out. Cleveland, you could get a lot for Kyrie Irving, absolutely. All right, 
Last question before I let you go and get ready for your show. By the way, I think it's you and me at the Hard Rock on Friday because Tobin wow. suddenly took off too, which uh, is um, worried about because you and me in a casino right no. in the middle of the day may, may not bode well. Right on a Friday. Yeah, on a I Friday. think it's payday. Is it payday Friday? It's payday. Oh, it's man. payday. We got, we got some problems there. <laughs> the bar yeah. just steps away. Oh, oh. God. Oh, God. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we'll look forward to... Uh, to that action on Friday, but uh, worst owner, Dan Gilbert, Jeffrey Loria. Oh, Jeff, uh, Jeff, Jeffrey Loria. Okay. Jeffrey Loria. Tobin was arguing that it's Dan Gilbert, but he's biased. He's the Pope of Team Petty. Right. No, because Dan Gilbert sp- he spends money. I mean, he spends money. Well, he, he not entirely because he. I mean, he wouldn't pay Chauncey Billups what he wanted to be the GM. Well, he doesn't. Well, he's never paid a general manager. Right. So he just doesn't think the general manager is important. Which is, you know, fair or unfair. I mean, right. that's. But as far as worst owner in sport, no. Jeffrey Laurie. The, the Jeffrey Laurie is an into, entirely other category. Entirely other category. Like he goes down as the whole, all-time worst owner in the history of, of anything. History of leadership. <laughs> history of owning anything, let alone sports. And then you get that's into why, Dan Gilbert. That's why he's uh, in our Tool of the Week Hall right. of Fame. Right. Yeah. I mean, his like, pictures on our wall. Yes, he's memorialized here on the Seven Ninety of the Ticket Studios for a reason. <laughs> Like, yeah, then you get into the Dan Gilberts and the Daniel Schneiders and all those other guys. Jeffrey Loria, come on. What's the, no, come on. I know Tobin's Team Petty, but that's a little bit, that's a little bit of an extension of Team Petty to get to the owner. But he's going to screw this thing up, man. Loria's going to screw the, the the sale up? No, no, no. Well, oh. no, that's going to happen. It's not going to happen until later next year. Right, he's we know that. All those kickbacks, all the money that March, he doesn't have to yeah. give back from to the city and all the county, all those other things. But no, like Dan Gilbert, he got LeBron back, and now it's going it's all falling apart. Because I don't see LeBron staying. No, he's not staying there. Unless they get an unbelievable no, no, he, package for no. Kyrie Irving and they actually win, I just don't see it happening. No. But – it might be a blessing in disguise because their most tradable commodity to bring in a lot of talent is Kyrie Irving. The, the bold, to help LeBron if they're going to be well, Golden State. The bold move, if you're Dan Gilbert, would be to trade LeBron and not Kyrie. Well, LeBron's got a no-trade clause. So that, that's, that that's true. Yeah, but that's, yeah. if you offer him up to a team he wants to go to... Right. No, no, that would be... And then you build around Kyrie? But, yeah, because then you're, I mean, you might be stuck next year with nothing. Right, Correct. Kevin Love sitting around there, hey, right. how you right. doing, Mr. Gilbert? I mean, that would be the bull move, but then again, I mean, to, no, the, I thought to, about the, guy, it. to the guy that wrote in Comic Sans, he might go back to being uh, right. just uh, vilified in Cleveland right. if he did traded LeBron. Well, I thought about it the other way, if you just kind of stripped it down and got and prepared for the worst, meaning LeBron leaving, right. but you set yourself up with a lot of young guys and a lot of draft picks right. to completely rebuild. A lot Celtics, he, yeah. Right, knowing that he's going to leave. But that's kind of a that's a ballsy move because you still have LeBron, so you still have a chance to win. So if you well, go, you still have you know you, it's very simple. This is the way I look at it. LeBron uh, has made Dan Gilbert mean anything in the world of sports. Without LeBron, the, the, I mean that the franchise oh, and he's yeah and he's made nothing. him a ton of money right too. So all right, well uh, you know I what do you good talk. You know what? What are you going to do? What are you going to do for four hours? You're going to talk about what? Uh, we touch on what we just split, we just split finger about. fastball, something like that. Yeah, what the what the Marlins got back in that David Phelps blockbuster uh, ho- deal? Hockey offseason, hockey hotbed. Yeah, yeah. hot stove, <laughs> hot ice. If that's if that's a thing, no, we got a lot of stuff. It, you know this beast. 
uh, and then I'll let you go. Since before you let me go, right. I'll let you go. The uh, there's certain days like you love. We love being on the air. We love talking, and that's what we do. Like right. if I wasn't doing this, I'd be on the street corner just yelling about some <laughs> about the Knicks to some guy. Right. But there are special days where you just can't wait to get in here. Right. And this is, one is, of, one this, of oh, this is one of those days. Like last night, I'm like, I just, I, I was going to come in and just, t- where I was on overnight, just say, I, I'm going to be on here for the next couple of hours. Just got to talk to somebody. You should have called me. I, I yeah. could have arranged that. Well, I got four hours. That's more than enough. Me, Antoine, Jordan, and the boys are going to be ready to go. So we got, I mean, there's, there is a ton of stuff, a ton of stuff to get to today. Especially the hot ice. And not a lot of it's, and basically there's no. Shut up, Antoine. What the heck is hot ice? Listen, if, if Dunkin' Donuts could have frozen hot chocolate, why can't we have the hot ice stove? By the way, one more thing. Yeah. On ESPN, if you switch it up, they have the uh, Cornhole Championship on right now. That's a thing? That's a thing, yes. So there might not be a lot that's of actual- their, That's their counter-programming to the Open Championship? Correct. Is the Cornhole Championship. I love how, I love how it was described. It was Cornhole 2017 Championship <laughs> of the Bag. Who got the play-by-play duties on that one? I don't one? know. I haven't, I haven't, is Dan Shulman on that? Or he, well, he's not doing Sunday Night Baseball after is this it, year. Is, so. it, is it Lamont? I mean, uh-huh. who's, who's on that call? So even though there's not actual like games, right, that are really mattering By outside way, of baseball, I can, I can tell you, so I can tell you one thing right now. You know who's yeah. watching? Who's that? Robbie, the cornhole championship. Yeah, because he has money on it. Possibility, yes. No, no, not a possibility. Uh, a that's, definite. It's, that's a definite. That's a definite. <laughs> yeah. So even though there's not a lot of like there's actual games, you got the, the golf, which has been fun, and the baseball. There is so much uh, to talk about, and you've been uh, you've been doing that. So hopefully we can. Uh, we can just take the baton from you, my man, and we'll run it up to 7 o'clock. Here. All right, go get lubed up, ready to go. Uh, we're going to take a break. We've got, in case you missed it, next. And then Captain Curtis for four hours, who will do, a, a, once again, as I say every week, a much better job than I have. Uh, back after this in the ticket. Until August 11th, it's the training camp, 1,004 days. You can win $1,000 four times a day. Listen to the ticket. 7 to 8 a.m., 4 to 5 p.m., Monday through Friday to get the code word. Text it to 72881. That's 72881, and you just might win $1,000. The training camp, 1,004 days on AM 790 FM 104.3. You do the ticket. One last uh, tribute to Chester Lincoln Park. About to make way for Captain Curtis. Some interesting text on the text machine, I can tell you that. Been going back and forth. Uh, Antoine's been like, no, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. I can't help myself. It's hard to let you go. To be fair, I wasn't saying don't do it. I was saying you should avoid it because they were being kind of nasty. I don't care, like, the, dude. I'm just saying I, you you were having a you were having like a personal moment and you I don't, were you know, I don't, explaining I don't, stuff and then people were just kind of like, all right, listen, listen, that's get the, back to sports. Yeah, I mean, listen, that I I've been through that way too much in this market. Like, it's it's fine. And people people get try, are you know they try to get oh why are you talking about your life and you should be talking about sports. Listen, 
Okay, here's here's the deal. Uh, for three hours on a Saturday, I do me. That's what I do. That's what the boss has told me to do. Go on the air and be you. This is me. I'm all over the place. I'm going to have hot sports takes. I'm going to have life takes. I'm going to have talk about my family. I'm going to talk about my life. It's going to be a soap opera. It's going to be up and down. It could be really good. It could be really bad. You never know what you, my my shows on Saturday are like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. So today was today. Captain Curtis will uh, hit you in the sports nuggets coming up. Uh, can we get to our our segment, please? In case you missed it, a- Antoine. In case you missed it, sir. There you have it. News has never been softer. Good news for change. What do you say, huh? Coming up, handsome mustachioed man recaps news in pleasing baritone. Stay tuned for this and more. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? All right, here we go. In case you missed it, weird stories from this week. This one caught my eye earlier in the week, and we never got to it on the uh, midday show, so we're getting to it here. A 52-year-old man in the Texas city of Katy has made headlines after his attempt to hire a prostitute through an online service ended in a terrible mix-up that will likely cost him his marriage. Love this story. So the man tells his wife, hey, going on a fishing trip with friends... When, in reality, he was heading to a, a motel on the outskirts of town. Or, uh, in other words, uh, just Hialeah. If it was South Florida. Just saying. Uh, so he gets to the hotel. And uh, when he's there, guests at the hotel, in the rooms next door, they call the police. Actually, they call the front desk to report a disturbance at around 8 p.m. After a woman arrived at the property... This woman being an escort and found that her client at the hotel, the guy who told his wife he was going fishing when he really went to the hotel to have a little fun with an escort, the woman, the escort that showed up, found out that the John, the client, the husband of that said, I'm going fishing, was her husband. So... The woman, who had advertised herself as an attractive 28-year-old, actually the man's 49-year-old wife. We have a lot of stuff going on here. One, guy lies to wife, says I'm going fishing, when in reality he's going to a hotel and getting an escort. That happens. I mean, whatever. To each his own. Uh, The problem arises is when the escort is his wife. So, wife is an escort on the side, husband is ordering escorts on the side. Very interesting. Who's at fault there? The wife for being the escort or the husband for ordering the escort? Just saying. Like, when the husband was like, hey, I'm going fishing, does the wife call up the escort service and be like, hey, I can work tonight. Husband's out of town. I guess that's how that works. But I have the biggest problem I have is this whole catfishing situation, whereas the woman says she's 28 and, she, uh, and she's actually 49. And if you're a guy, how do you confuse a 28-year-old with a 49-year-old? Unless she's had some work done. Now, the pictures were from, obviously, from the neck down. But still, there's got to be, there's, there's, yeah, neck down. So, I mean, unless she's had a lot of work. But if you're a guy, if you're a husband, right? 
I'm just putting this out there. And you see a picture of your wife from the neck down. Don't you? Aren't you still able to pick out? Like I know those boobs. I've seen those boobs before. I've had my hand and my mouth all over those boobs for 27 years. They look pretty similar. They look like something I've seen before often. Those boobs look familiar. Or, like, look at that birthmark on the stomach. It's the same one that my wife has. Like, you wouldn't figure it out? Like, how idiotic is his husband where he's looking at the pictures on the website to pick an escort, and he's looking at a rack, and it's his wife's rack, and he can't identify it? Like, listen, I'm married. You know, we may not canoodle often. But if my wife's rack was in pictures on a website, I'm pretty sure I'd recognize it. Pretty sure. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. All right. McDonald's. I didn't realize this was a thing. Yeah. Oh, wait, let me get rid of this one. Oh, right in the basket. Right in. I didn't, I didn't realize this was a thing. Well, we, you know that uh, McDonald's has been promoting their new delivery. I think they've paired up with Uber to do the Uber Eats, and they're delivering. Well, evidently, they w- want to incentivize you to, uh, to get their delivery, because who doesn't need a Big Mac delivered at 4 a.m.? Do they do that? Our Big, our Big Mac, I haven't had a Big Mac in years. Is the Big Mac on the all-night menu? Quarter Pounder? Quarter Pounder's got to be on there. I think it is, but you have to order like the entire meal. By the way, I'm a Whopper guy, not a big. If if I were to eat fast food, I'm not eating that now. Obviously, after the surgery, but uh, the Big Mac to me, like that extra piece of bread, is so not needed. And uh, I, I, sorry, I'm a Whopper guy. But regardless, so to further entice McDonald's customers to order delivery, the fast food company is marketing its limited edition clothing line to those that want to remain comfortable while eating at home. The line featuring an adult size Big Mac onesie, French fry themed sweatsuits and sandals, hamburger pillowcases, and a picnic blanket dotted with McDonald's items. Offered while supplies last if you order through Uber Eats. Let me just tell you something, kids. Here's a little PSA, public service announcement we call it in the business. If you find yourself at home, Pounding french fries and stuffing a Big Mac in your face, dressed in a Big Mac onesie, it's time to seek help. Like, it, I don't know what kind of help, whether it's mental help or something, but if you find yourself stuffing your face, watching the Cornhole Championships on ESPN, dressed in a Big Mac onesie, like, I think that's a sign. Also, the French fry-themed sweatsuit, not much better. Just saying. Unless you're a woman and it's your time of the month and you need your bloated clothing, in which case, all above is acceptable. But if you're just some single guy and you're at home in a Big Mac onesie stuffing Apple pies and french fries in your face, like, you've got a problem. What if Tobin was wearing that yesterday? <laughs> it might have been a long day. There's no excuse. Texas-based company, uh, Best Herbs Coffee. It's a great name. 
is recalling some of its product due to the undeclared ingredients that are similar to the active ingredients in Viagra. So they are making coffee basically with Viagra in it, so you're going to get hyped up and uh, get up all at the same time. What kind of coffee you were drinking earlier today? Not that. I wish I was, though. Instead of the... uh. Like vanilla, I get it'd my be, coffee. It'd be a very, very be great if I could, walking If I could roll through dunks and be like, yeah, let me have a, uh, we get a Lodge coffee, cream, three Splenda, and Viagra. I mean, it makes sense because you're drinking coffee, you're all worked up, like you want to move around and then you get the Viagra going and then you go home and you, I mean, you have the great 30 seconds and then, you know, there you go. Was there a warning on the coffee that if uh, the coffee lasted more than four hours, uh, hold on, right in the basket, uh, if the coffee lasts more than four hours, you, you gotta see a doctor? I can't do this one. Uh, this one really, no, and I'm not doing this one either. There's something about mystery meat and sausages. I, I don't know. Uh, I think we're done. Like, these stories, I don't know. This is a story about a Chinese family that's been living with an open beehive for 12 years. You know what? Put this in Tobin's box. Tobin Tobin needs a story. All right, that's going to do it for me. Hit the music, Anton. We out of here. Uh, thanks to all of you who put up with me for the last three hours. The Captain Curtis Stevenson is coming your way next. To uh, everyone going out to Paradise Camp down to you. Uh, let me know how it goes. Give me a spy report. I'm going to spend some time with the family tonight. Because uh, they need me, I need them, all that stuff. Antoine, thank you. Uh, don't show up late next time and not text anyone so that we think that you're just not going to come. Jordan, good to see you here this week. Glad that you could be here. Uh, please continue to teach Robbie how to bunt. Captain Curtis comes your way next. I'll see you when I see you. Peace. Peace.